Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is Good Psychology Creates Great Customer Behavior. We'll do that in the seven minutes with Matt Champagne. Now, Matt for the last 28 years has been a researcher, a university professor, and on top of all of that, a serial entrepreneur. He was named technological visionary by Survey Magazine for his pioneering work merging technology and psychology to predict customer behavior. When he's not teaching, he can be found, even yesterday, on stage playing keyboard in his rock band and other venues. Matt, it's great to have you, sir. Hey, thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Now, I know, but our listeners do not know. Who's your ideal client? Well, my motto in the name of my podcast is keep your customers forever. So if that resonates with you, you're you're probably an ideal client. Uh, but I can most help those that sell a, a product or service to a live audience, usually via a webinar or from the stage. And it's ideally someone who's already spent the, the time and money learning all the, uh, the tactics and the formulas and the hacks and the methods. And they're finding that these um, tactics and formulas aren't working as well as they used to work. And there's a great reason for that, a, a good psychological reason behind that. And you'll get to that for in a moment, I know. Absolutely. So, uh, so uh, all of that, um, uh, if you will, creates a problem. And for our listeners, they've got it. I've, I've had it, certainly. So what is that problem that you solve for people, Matt? Well, it's basically with, uh, I mean, the basics are people buy from others that they trust. And they mm -hmm. don't buy from people they don't trust. And uh, the salespeople have known that for a century. That's, that's how they build relationships and, and get people to, uh, to buy their products. But the problem is when you're doing this on a webinar and you have 35 minutes to convince the audience that you can be trusted, it's just not enough runway. So I've seen the, uh, a lot of the gurus teach, well, just throw that out. What we're going to do instead is uh, just tell people that you understand where they're coming from. And I'm just like you. I was where you were once. It's like, well, that's that's just not enough, I, I feel. And I think the numbers are slipping. What we need to do is extend that trust runway. And we do that through psychology. We ask people who are going to attend a webinar, a live event, we ask them questions before the event. And then we share the answers with them. And we ask them the right questions in the right way during the event. And for those that don't buy, we ask them questions after the event. It just kind of extends that relationship building uh, with that audience so that you can build far more trust and have more sales. Okay. So, Matt, look, uh, question number three is this. So uh, our listeners uh, may can, may, maybe understand what you just said, but what sort of emotions or feelings might be going on that would signal them uh, to reach out and talk to you, Matt? I think the most common, well, the most common is it's not working. You know, I'm not getting the conversions, the sales, or it used to work, it's no longer. But I think the most common feeling is people who do webinars using the tactics that they're taught say it feels icky. That's actually... I'm a scientist, that's not a real scientific word, but they said they feel icky. It feels like this is not how I want to 
treat, you know, uh, new customers using these tactics. And we all know the, the tactics, right? Uh, authority, scarcity, reciprocity, consistency. Um, but the way that they're taught in that short span of time just feels uh, wrong uh, to those people. So if you have that kind of symptoms, I teach people that there are actually some good psychology um, about tr having people trust you and feel like they made an impact and hearing their voice, making their voice uh, feel heard. There's some things you can do tactically that will have just a much better feeling and get rid of uh, you know, some of that ickiness, as, as my clients have said. So uh, most of the people listening to us, you know this, of course, they're programmed from maybe birth, but certainly as entrepreneurs, they're programmed to solve problems on their own without asking for help. So when they try to do that, I guess you've kind of touched on it when you say they've, they've somehow or another been seduced by these, these tactical things and they try those and make mistakes. But in addition to that, What's the common mistakes that people try when they try to put on a self on the stage or self on webinar kind of an event? Uh, well, I think they, I mean, they're, they're trusting the formulas. Uh -huh. um, and I, I did this myself. You know, I, when, it, when I got into the digital marketing world, uh, I threw out everything that I knew. I threw out my PhD. I threw out my 25 years of running a business. I threw out all the psychology. And I said, well, these guys must know what they're talking about. They have the formulas and the methods. And if I just follow those, and I must be the slowest learner around because it took me two or three years to realize, wait a minute, they're teaching what is essentially, uh, from a lot of your audience might know Robert Cialdini's book, it's called Influence. And if you look at the table of contents in that book, you'll see reciprocity, scarcity, commitment, authority. They're just taking the table of contents from that book and calling that the formula. But even Cialdini, the author of the book, said he called those people smugglers of influence, which is not a very good, very good word. His, his point is you don't take every single one of these and, and throw them at your audience. But if you've attended webinars, you know that's what people do. They'll they'll establish their authority, and then they'll tell you the cart's closing. You got to buy now, and and then they'll give you a free gift, expecting you to give one. Or two. They'll hit them with every one of these influence tactics, and it's so short term. It, it's a way of closing the sale immediately. Uh, but I, I think your audience, you know, aren't those people? They they would rather build some long term relationships, get some clients who will buy from them again and again. But uh, the formulas and things that we're using are just short-term, one-time sales, and, and there are alternatives to that. There are indeed. There are, there are indeed. So talking about alternatives, what's one valuable action, Matt, that our listeners could take maybe today even that would help them move forward in the right direction from here on? Well, I mean, mostly what I tell folks is uh, just step back from the from the digital world. And if your audience was right in front of you and you could talk to them as you and I are talking right now, would you treat them in that way? Uh, how would you like to be sold to? And when people think about that, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't want to be like the cart's closing and and uh, and the authority and the, and the reciprocity tactics. And that's the first stage when I, when I get people to just think like, if that person was in front of you, what would you say to kind of establish some relationships and some familiarity with them and, 
hey, we have this in common and maybe I can help you with this problem. And why are you here? What's your, you know, what, what could you really, you know, what do you need most out of our conversation? And when they start thinking about that person being in the room, it totally changes. It's not how they would deliver with this camera on here in front of a webinar. So I think that's the first step, the first action to take is just think through how you would want to be sold to and how you would sell to a friend. Talking about moving on to the next step. So I know you've got a beautiful, valuable free gift for people. So what is the free resource, Matt? And where would they go on your website to get their hands on it? Yeah, sure. Well, actually, I'll give you two valuable free resources. One I just mentioned, if you go to the library, check out Dr. Robert Cialdini's book, Influence, and but read it. Read it cover to cover. Uh, I think you'll find a lot of the tactics that are being taught are not being taught uh, properly, that they've actually missed some of the concepts. So you'll be way ahead of the game if you take all of uh, Cialdini's advice. Uh, but the uh, resource you mentioned is found on my uh, website, matthewchampagne.com slash SBS for supercharging business success. If you go to that link, uh, there's a direct download to an infographic that lists out these nine psychological principles upon which all this is based. And I'd love for your audience to, to download that. There's no reciprocity here. You just go there and get it. There's no uh, asking for names and emails and you give me something, I'll give you something back. Just go there and take it because I want you to read that, see if it resonates with you. I, I think once you read the infographic, it should spark some ideas of how you might want to deliver your next webinar. And there's a signal in there, listeners, that uh, Matt is giving us about the way to influence people with the right psychology. I love that. No reciprocity. Beautiful. So, hey, Matt, true confession. I told you I'd ask you seven questions in seven minutes, but I didn't think of seven questions. I thought of six. So what question were you waiting for me to ask you? And then what's the answer to that? Uh, well, I think a, a question your, your listeners might have is, uh, you know, why is this guy saying these tactics don't work? You know, we all know they work, uh, the, the psychological tactics. And, and my response is, you know, they do work because they tap deep into our psychology. We're wired that way. If somebody gives us a small gift, we feel indebted and we need to reciprocate. If, if somebody says a product is not available after midnight, we want it all the more. So they do work because they tap into, into that deep psychology. Um, but my thought to that is, do you want to be that person, the one who uses just the tactics? Because what I've found and others have found as well is that gives you the short term one time sales. Hopefully you'll hold on to those people beyond the 30 day return period. Uh, but there's so much good psychology out there, ways of getting people to feel that they were heard, that they made an impact, that they made a difference, that they're meaningful to you. A lot of it's explained in my infographic. And uh, I think if that resonates with your audience, that's a good place to start as an alternative to, to some of these tactics. Beautiful, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was a, that was a beautiful closing. So, uh, hey, Matt, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing your fantastic wisdom. Thanks for the free gifts. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're very grateful. You are welcome. Thanks for the invite, Bill. So everybody, in closing, let's focus on the single fact, and that is this. 
businesses, our business, do not become extraordinary in a single moment. As a re, uh, instead, they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then number two, applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedication to a system or method of management, and third, leveraging high-performance teams. So thanks for listening once again, Matt. Thank you very much for being here with us again.